Welcome to Savvy Business, Life Unscripted with your host, Christina Rivera, where our guests share their wisdom and valuable business tips, empowering our audience to expand their personal potential. Hi, Case Lane. Welcome to Savvy Broadcasting, Life Unscripted. We're so grateful to have you here from Ready Entrepreneur. You are going to share with our audience how all entrepreneurs, whether you're online or not, more entrepreneurs are online, whether they want it to be or not, because of COVID. So uh, if you haven't been an online entrepreneur, here's the time to get savvy with it, and you're going to help people with that. Um, I'm really grateful to have you here. And you also just wrote a book, um, and your book is called Recast. The Inspiring Entrepreneur's Practical Guide to Getting Started with an Online Business. Perfect. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you so much. It's great to be here. <laughs> yeah. So share with us. Go, let's go back and get a little backstory. Where did you start in entrepreneurship? I see you have a lot of background and yeah. you've even written some really cool books, including sci-fi, which I totally love. <laughs> yes. um, but share with our audience what brought you into the world of entrepreneurship and also working online. Absolutely. I took a long road, but I won't tell the whole story because we'll be on too long. But I'll do the quick version. Um, I did what everybody normally does, what you're supposed to do going to college and going into professional career. So I was a diplomat first in the Canadian Foreign Service. I grew up in Canada. And then I I went to uh, B school, business school. I did an MBA at UCLA and I went into corporate from there. And I worked as a management consultant and I worked in Hollywood behind the scenes. And I was just always in the back of my mind, I wanted to start my own business. That was something that was in all the time in the back of my mind. But like a lot of people, just the idea of it was like, how do you do it? And it's so risky and nobody around you talks about it. It's a big mystery and so on. Mm -hmm. But what I... um, I was. I decided to go to law school, and while I was in law school, I started ebook self-publishing. So I'd also always wanted to be a writer, and I just was so fascinated by how Amazon and Smashwords and these platforms had created the opportunity for writers to go directly to readers. And I know everybody doesn't think that's a great idea. I think it's a great idea because even traditional publishers couldn't even get through all the you know the books that have come out. They just covering so many areas that people normally they don't um, publish in a traditional way around. So this gave writers just an opportunity to just go directly to readers. And I realized that the same opportunity exists for every kind of online business that, you know, now we all, if you've got a good idea, you've got a product, you've got a service, you've got something people want or they need, you can just deliver it directly to them via the internet. And I saw, I just started exploring and getting into it. And I was writing a lot. I do write fiction. I started there and I write nonfiction as well. And then people started asking me what I was doing. And I realized that the beginning of the process is very confusing for people. Mm. A lot of people say, I'd really like to do something, but I don't know where to start. I don't know what to do. How do people make money online? That type of thing. And so um, that's how I started Ready Entrepreneur to to help so that the aspiring entrepreneurs prepare to get started. I'm a big picture person myself. So I present the big picture. What is online business? And what are all these platforms? How are people making money? And then you you go sort of go through that process of figuring out where you would fit best and then go from there into something more specific. Yeah, you know, that makes so much sense. And Case, you know, it's interesting. You say that this is the time and the place with online um, that you can take your your whatever it is you have and deliver it straight to the client and mm-hmm. get rid of the middleman. And yeah. it's interesting when I started the podcasting, it was an accident. Um, and it turned out to be a marketing tool that's now become a business exactly. for me. But it's mm-hmm. interesting because when I first met people in radio and broadcast, they're like, you're not a real broadcaster. You're just on 
podcast. But now podcast has become something to be reckoned with. And now radio mm. programs are using podcasters. And yeah. the same goes with now people who have started and printed or, or produced their own book and created it have sometimes mm-hmm. in the future been picked up by publishers because they're like, hey, we love it. We want to sign yeah. you up for the next deal. Yeah. So um, it actually has become a great way for people to um, get their stuff out there without the middleman. And uh, yeah, so what have you found is stopped a lot of entrepreneurs from getting in their own way from working online? Yeah, you know, I I always say this, the big three are confidence, time, and money. Hmm. So the confidence one is a big one. People will say, well, I don't think I can do it. You know, entrepreneurs are special people. They had something happen. They got lucky. There's always things that people talk about. And I always say, you know, entrepreneurs come from every background, every kind of person you can think of, every circumstance. And the only common denominator I've ever seen is that they do the work and they Mm. keep doing it. You know, they, they don't give up, they persevere. So that's it. Like, it's just a matter of taking your idea. Your idea has to adapt, but, and it has to pivot, you know, that type of thing. I've never heard of a business that was exactly the same from the entrepreneur's original vision. Um, But if you're willing to keep at it, then you can actually just, you know, you'll, you'll finally get your success because you're constantly adapting and changing until the marketplace responds. Mm-hmm. So you build your confidence as you do that. And taking action, I know it's a roundabout answer, like, how do I get started by starting? <laughs> like, but, <laughs> but it's true. It's true. It's taking some of those actions. Um, people that time, now time is, you get, a, I could push back a lot on time now because I know you're not commuting for most people. So um, there is, you know, there's a bit more time, but you have, there's other issues that have come up. Maybe you're not commuting, but now you're teaching your kids at home and things like that. So that's a big thing. And I really focus with people a lot on making sure you set a schedule because just like when you go to work formally, you, you get a schedule that gets set for you in your head. Like you calculate when you have to get up and when you have to leave the house and all that type of thing, even if you don't formally write it down. So when you go into online business, create your own schedule as well. Force the time into your life. You could find it if you really want to. And then the money, um, now this is one of the great things about online business. You could start for free. (laughs) It doesn't cost you anything. Yeah, and you know, here's the thing, and you've done this yourself, is really it's creativity. It's how creative can you get? I mean, there's people out there who've taken from nothing and built huge um, companies, businesses, online or offline. But a lot of the time when you don't have a lot, you just have to get a little bit more creative. You, mm-hmm. don't have, you don't have the money to spend. So now you have to find different ways to get the message out there. Yeah. It's amazing how resourceful you can be when you don't have any money to start. Yeah. yeah but I think it, it, it's, and, and, or, you know, there's so many opportunities. I think that's the other thing people don't realize is that For many, the idea of an entrepreneur is that tinkering in the garage kind of person. But nowadays, it's about somebody who's just one step ahead of other people. If you have, uh, you have knowledge to offer, you have expertise, like you might not even know it, or you have a hobby you really like. And if you could be that person who kind of is the the leader in a particular part of it, you know, teaching people how to do play a game better, or or how to find parts for something, or there's just so many different ways to do it. So what I try to tell people is to just think about where your interests lie. If you want to get started, you don't have to have fancy tech skills. You know, you don't have to be an expert. Uh, You don't have, obviously there are certain professions that if you're positioning yourself as that profession, you have to have a license or something. But if you're just talking about your experience and how you manage something, how you dealt with something, and you want to share that with people, you can do that. That course that's wide open. 
And then there's so much opportunity because advertisers are looking for different markets. They're looking for the niches. They're looking for diversity there. So they're out there online. You talk about podcasting. I mean, definitely podcasting has just exploded. And one of the reasons is because these audiences are very specific. You know, there's million something podcasts where people are all talking about different things. (laughs) And so for an advertiser, it's like, wow, like, you know, if I can get to 10,000 people that are listening to this particular podcaster, that's so much better than just throwing the money at a television commercial. You don't even know who's watching, right? Exactly. You don't know who it's hitting. And you mentioned a good point before about the action part. Uh, A lot of people will say to me, well, as soon as I get my plan in order and I got to do a bunch Mm -hmm. of other things, maybe Mm -hmm. read 10 books or take this course. Well, there's nothing wrong with all of that. Sometimes just the small actions and steps forward, whatever those actions are, along with the self-study and the things you might be doing to get better at what you do, because you can always improve on your skills, but the taking action and step forward, perfect example, when I started Mm -hmm. the podcast, I knew nothing about broadcast, podcast, zero tech skills. And I'm just sitting there one night, my friend's being interviewed and she said, tune in, I listen and something inside of me is like, you need to do that. And I don't know anything about it. So I just, you know, you do the Google thing. Mm -hmm. Tell me, what is this podcasting thing? (laughs) It it sent me to blog talk radio where you don't really need to know anything about technology. Mm -hmm. And you sit up and you can actually do your interviews, record them through that, and it gets uploaded directly. Now, YouTube does the same in a number of other places. But the point is just taking that one small action. I'm going to look in Google and see what does this require. Each of those small actions take you and move you um, further ahead to building your business. Absolutely. And I that I like how you say small actions. <laughs> because that, you know, don't be afraid of the fact. In fact, that's the best way to start. It's also a great way to test your product, test your service, just a couple of people, just posting on one platform on social media or something like that. And you'll see it's an incremental process. You'll start to get a good comment one day, two comments the next, three the next, and it will grow and grow and grow. Now, obviously, everything's a trade-off between time and money. So if you've got lots of money, you could just throw advertising at everything and you can go faster. But, but the organic process, you know at least that the people coming in through an organic process, meaning that they found you and they took an interest, those are the people that will probably stick with you because they were looking for exactly what you had to offer. And that's one of the best ways to go forward. Absolutely. Yeah. And you mentioned something else, uh, Case, that that constant repivoting. And what's great Mm -hmm. about the repivot, you're like, okay, my market needs it a little bit more differently. I can deliver it a little more differently based on their needs. But then you said when you do that and you constantly deliver and you over deliver and you give your client just exactly what they're looking for, that again, as you had said, builds your confidence. Now your clients know they can depend on you. They're Mm -hmm. excited. And then you Mm -hmm. get more confident. Yeah, absolutely. It's like, it's a, wonderful little circle. <laughs> now, a, you, you, can I ask you something quickly? Just personally, I'm curious. You said you had done some diplomat work. Yeah. Has that helped you as a business owner? Um, I think so in the sense that I'm always willing to listen to the other side. So, <laughs> I am, you know, the core, I, and I bias on this, but I always say that the, the diplomatic approach is really sort of the highest level of good human behavior because the approach is even with your enemies, you say, I'm willing to listen. You can send, you send an envoy to my country. I'll send an envoy to your country, you know, and, and, and I guarantee that they will be safe and protected, even though you're my mortal enemy. Like this is, <laughs> This is a good way for humans to behave. So 
<laughs> to have a dialogue. And and so I think that that side, I've, I've always admired that about the Foreign Service and about just that whole like, concept of diplomacy. And I think, um, so now when, as I approach business, for example, you obviously get a lot of people, you get a lot of pushback. Um, and I don't want to scare people off, but obviously everybody knows there's, there's haters out there and you just have to deal with them. But you can always... Um, sort of readjust your mind around people like that when you're used to thinking more along the lines of everybody has an opinion, everybody's coming from a certain position, everybody, you know, and so on. Then you can, I mean, you don't want to give them, you know, the real bad ones are just a total free pass, but it gives you sort of a rational way to approach them. So yeah, that's how I use it probably the most. Anything else, uh, if if you do come across someone that's difficult, you you had mentioned something very important, listening. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, um, nothing wrong with boundaries. If you come across a person, you can listen to their side. If it turns out they're not going to work well with what you're delivering and it's yeah. going to be a not win-win, um, you can kind of say, okay, uh, yeah, maybe I'm not the person for you. And, and yeah. you can set up those boundaries. That is the great thing about being online. I'm so glad you said that because I do want to emphasize that point. This is a wide open world. There are always, there are now something like 1.5 million podcasts, for example. There's probably 500 million blogs. Um, There's who knows how many YouTube videos. At this point, there's no need to just sort of try and fight with somebody on their position or whatever. Just move on. You're back to find somebody else who's is more like-minded <laughs> and yes and that's what you could do now it's not like um i don't know like high school or something where you're forced mm-hmm. to deal with the cliques and the bullies all day you could just you you could just um that that's the, the great joy of what, what everybody's doing online now is, is moving us in niches communities that they're building mm-hmm. their own little bubbles i should say you know on virtual bubbles and but this is a good, it's a good thing in that sense that because that means that everybody is getting what they want or what they need, um, that there's being, things are being delivered for, you know, whoever, different way people like to think, different, you know, different demographics and so on, which is great because in the, the past we just had a, the mass market and everybody had to take whatever was thrown out there. And now you could just spend the time, if you do your research online for, you know, specific podcasts that you're looking for, you could really niche down to, to exactly who you want to be listening to all day. And I think it's just fabulous. It is, it is. And you had mentioned something very important prior in our pre-talk is uh, really setting up your space to win. Mm-hmm. And it's something people don't think about. And you had mentioned to me how important that is that if you're a new entrepreneur, you're getting started, make sure your space is set up to work for you. Yes, that's how I started. In my book, Recast, which is uh, the 10 actions for getting started, the first five are those foundational actions. They're all around setting up and it's things that people don't talk about just set up your space nowadays people have had to find a place to work at home um, but even then it's not you know a lot of people are still not set up the way they want to be and it's the most basic things get your tools together don't start saying oh i didn't do any work on my business today because i couldn't find my laptop cord or whatever <laughs> like, you know? because those are excuses yeah those those are that people will use to get out of because but it's more their fear so this is the confidence thing again. So it's like, it's more your fear, but you're going to say it was you were missing your laptop cord. You know, that's, and so. Limiting beliefs just playing. Yes, yeah. exactly. So I always say get rid of that from the beginning and just make sure you're set up properly. Yeah, this has been such a fabulous talk. And I don't want people to leave without finding out how they can get a wonderful copy of Recast and find out more about you. How can they do that? 
Yeah, so Recast is available now. You can get it at Amazon.com. Uh, the the print and the, the and the audio versions are coming. So uh, depending when you look, you, you'll but you'll definitely see the digital version there. And for me, I'm a readyentrepreneur.com. So there I've got a lot of strategies and tips for aspiring entrepreneurs. And I'd love to have you in the community. You can just sign up and uh, be part of it. And then I'll be always keeping you up to date with different things that are going on as well. Oh, that's awesome. Well, Case Lane, I have to thank you again for coming to Savvy Broadcasting. And everyone, please go to readyentrepreneur.com if you're an entrepreneur already or if you want to just get spruced up and, you know, just get your business to the next level, go to readyentrepreneur.com. And Case, thank you so much for coming to Savvy Broadcasting. And thank you so much for having me on today. If you like this episode, please share. To hear more Savvy episodes and Savvy Biz Tips, go to lifeunscriptedradio.com. To become a guest or participate in paid sponsorship, email us at christinalifeunscriptedradio.com.